welcome to the Daikaiju Network Podcast, commentary of 1966's Daimajin. I'm your co-host, Canton, with me is your other co-host. Jason, how's it going, everyone? And we have another special guest who has a, sort of been a pseudo-regular on the show, especially with the commentaries, my son, Lincoln. You want to say hi? Hi. <laughs> so we are going to watch a film that at least I personally uh, have not seen Um Gosh, it's probably been four or five years at least, maybe even longer, uh, since I last saw it. Um, my son has never seen it, and I've been trying to get him to watch different stuff instead of watching things like King of the Monsters and Destroy All Monsters all the time. Trying to broaden his horizon, I guess, a little bit yeah. with the kaiju and the, the, and the tokusatsu stuff. So... Um, so yeah, um, and then you, Jason. <laughs> um, yeah, as far as uh, my last viewing of uh, Daimajin, I think it was the last time that we actually reviewed uh, the film a uh, couple or so years ago, when we decided to take a little bit of a break of re-reviewing all the uh, previous. 23 Godzilla films for first 23 Godzilla films. So, uh, yeah, I think that that's definitely the last time I've seen, uh, the first Imogen movie. And I know, uh, the, my initial thoughts on the film was that I really do enjoy it. It's different from, the other uh, kaiju or tokusatsu movies uh, that we've seen in the past. And as far as the score for the film done by Akira Fukube, it's one of the more uh, notable uh, scores that he's done in, in his career. It's still a little bit of the same uh, beats, rhythms, that's been carried over from the Godzilla films. Obviously you can definitely tell uh, by a lot of it, but still sort of has its own uh, flavor for the film. Uh, nonetheless, but the characters, uh, the story uh, are really good. And even the design for Daimajin are really good i just really like the setting of how it's in the medieval japan um apparently i (laughs) it's not registering you at all here i'm not even entirely sure why you're disconnected (laughs) um let me see here well i guess we're gonna have to uh Stand by here uh, until we get on. Oh, there you are. Somehow yeah, you got like, disconnected. Yeah, I don't know what happened. <laughs> I was like gonna, you were talking. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, like uh, you were talking, and then all of a sudden, like it stopped. Like shortly after you started talking, and again, like on my end, your picture's frozen. Right now, I can hear you, but at least if I can hear you, that's all that matters. I do find it joy. Well, I'm not even sure. It's probably something on your end. 
That's just really it can't be though, I, because my internet connection's strong. Well, I don't have anything going on on my end, so it's, it has to be something. It's some. It has to be Lightstream or YouTube or something because every time you and I like, although right now is kind of the exception, but it's like just about every time we start up just even with standby stuff that's when we start having problems but otherwise well it's like on my end too when it comes to your camera it sort of stutters here and there at times and so. i don't know what in the world's going on i'm half tempted to just say let's go back to skype or something <laughs> yeah no i, I mean there's huge. there's a there's other better stuff. I mean, we're just going to have to stick with this uh, relatively for now. I know there's some other better things out there, but uh, we're going to have to stick with this for the time being. But, um, yeah, other than that, do you have anything to add? Oh, we are live? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I did not know that. Nothing shown we're, on YouTube. We're always live. <laughs> Nothing shown on YouTube. What you let me uh, re- let me refresh it because it says it's online right now. I'm refreshing the page. Oh well, uh, yeah, there we are. Okay. Well, unfortunately, I I miss. Yeah, you gotta meet um, your oh, thing there. Yeah, yeah, I just, um, yeah, I mean, man, what a weird episode this is going to be. Um, but anyway, um, I, I do really enjoy this film. Uh, even it's kind of funny because a lot of my films that I consider to be some of my favorites are movies. I typically don't watch a whole lot of, there are some exceptions to that here and there. Um, but yeah, I really do enjoy this movie. What I I find interesting about this whole trilogy is that uh, these were originally brought out, um, I, I believe, on Alpha Video, uh, like a number of years ago on DVD, and um, they had different titles and. I remember one of them being like Wrath of Daimajin, and I think that was supposed to be the third um, movie. I, I'm, I'm not sure. I don't remember. Um, I mean, trying to find any sort of information on these films is really tough. Um, there just isn't, at least in the English language, there's not a whole lot um out there and it's kind of unfortunate because Dae, most of us who are familiar with the tokusatsu and kaiju genre um know Dae more for raw films and here we have a, a trilogy of films that many kaiju fans and tokusatsu fans have always considered to be um some of the better kind of classic golden era of kaiju films. And I think this trilogy of films also proves that Dai, if they chose to do so, uh, could make quality um, films. That's not to say that some of the Gamera films weren't 
quality in some aspect. But let's be serious. Those were aimed more at kids as a result. The budgets weren't what they used to be. And then kind of as you progress through the Gamera series, um, not just Dai, but the Japanese movie industry started going through major changes budgets started to be cut especially uh, amongst these special effects films which began to be aimed more at kids and it was more about um just throwing in some monsters and some action there um to try and um uh entertain the kids more or less um so yeah, uh, the only things I really could find on at least this particular film is I guess there was uh, at least a different dub um, of this particular entry at one point. Um, I think there was one that was produced by the Dai International, Dai International something. And I don't know what this particular dub is. I know there was one American International Television had picked it up uh, three years after it was released, and um, um, and then they brought it to television over here. In fact, I think actually, if I'm not mistaken, these films actually were produced in '65, right? Um, let me see here. According to the box, um, I would have yeah, right around 1966, the uh, the copyright trademark from Katakawa. Here, according to the okay, box. so I was right. Okay, yep. I thought maybe I was off yep. by all, here. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, it's right, right all here. Three all three movies, the- all three movies, right here says nineteen sixty six. Right. Yeah, there. I knew yeah. all three movies were produced um, in the same year. Yeah. Um, so that really, when you take a look at it, considering that in some shape and form, um, these films uh there's some miniatures and there's kind of a guy in a suit aspect to it as well um so but a lot of it of course is like you were saying medieval japan samurai and stuff but still you have to build some sets and and do costuming and all that stuff for people um so um yeah i i really think this trilogy is very unique um my favorite though out of this entire trilogy is the is the i can't count is the second one um so um yeah this this first one though i do like i remember our running gag when we were covering this trilogy like several years ago was that the third one was the one hated the most and we made fun of the kids and all that um (laughs) You know, of yeah. course, and I've seen that a couple of times since. Uh, and I don't think it's nearly as bad as what I had initially thought. It's still, I think, the weaker entry mm-hmm. out of the three films. Um, but these first two, I think, are the best. And my the second one, I think, is, is my favorite. But um, if you have nothing to add, I am ready to go. Um, yeah. This Blu-ray uh, is thing that starts up automatically so i'm on my blu-ray menu so i gotta start up the well before you do that before you do that i want to at least uh, remind everyone that uh if you don't follow us yet and if you like to like and subscribe to us you can hit the if you're on youtube hit that uh, red subscribe button down below as well as the notification bell and uh, not only that we're on 
here on YouTube, but uh, also we're on uh, Twitch, DLive, Periscope, and also we're listed on these uh, other audio podcast networks such as Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and TuneIn. And then, of course, like I mentioned earlier, you can like and subscribe to us and you can follow us on these said uh, social um, media websites. And we also have our own website. Uh, you can uh, find us over at daikajunetwork.com. And that's one of the things I've been wanting to do like early in our episodes because we typically do it like, because I know when it comes to YouTube and everything, they say to at least mention a lot of that stuff early. So I got to at least remind myself to do that more often when we do our episodes. So, yeah, uh, and I want to apologize to everybody in advance, anybody for audio and video issues for whatever strange reason over the last like two, three episodes, roughly we've been having more issues with that. I don't know why uh, either Lightstream isn't really working properly or it's YouTube. Things tend to go well for us when we first meet up, but then once we start going on standby uh, and then get ready to come on, then that's where we start having issues. I don't know why, but um, we may have to figure out something different in the future here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm probably – I know I've at least looked at some other – light stream alternatives too but i know one of them it involves having a pc but um which mm. i currently don't have but i know i've been somewhere in the beginnings of building my own computer pc computer just like just yeah. on a regular desktop so i can at least yeah. do some more extensive work as far as podcasts and everything but um besides that i am basically ready here let right now i've got mine on pause because it was about to ready begin mm. so i quickly put it on uh pause here okay so wait a minute mine's getting ready to start here let me pause just for a second here okay there i've got mine paused too okay, okay so yeah. yeah um anybody who has not uh done this with us before we go three two one go once we hit go we you know, hit the play button or, and start things up. Yep, so then, you said you're ready. Yep. And then I also got the thumbnail here ready. And then once we get the movie going, I'll be switching that over because it's probably be boring for anyone that's watching this, just sitting us, having us sit down and watching the, the screen. You can draw a profile. Camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, All other right. than that, here I'm we go. Basically ready. Here we go. Three, two, one, go. So I want started wondering about this, Jason. Um, is this a stone idol movie that happens to have samurai, or is this a samurai movie that happens to have a stone idol? Uh, I don't know, but uh, right now I'm having a little bit of difficulty. <laughs> on my end it's like it had a cloud screen on my thing uh a cloud screen yeah it's like it had and then it had a diet motion picture subtitle and it's just like stuck uh oh interesting how you doing christopher's overpowered litness 
Lemire or Lemire. Thanks for joining us. So you aren't the credits aren't working on your end? No. I I had to oh, open no. I had to open and close my disc tray thing here to get it going. Oh man. So all right, so you gotta <laughs> uh, it's always <laughs> something. I mean, my gosh, have we worst of luck? Okay, I gotta go back then to the main menu. Let me know when you're ready. Well, I think the thing too is is that uh, Mill Creek Entertainment has just put it like that. Like once it's on for f- like the home screen for a few minutes, then it just automatically plays. I think it's just that's the thing. It's just really screwed it up for me here. But right now I'm on the home screen here on the menu yep for the for the movie yep okay well i'm ready to play whenever you are all right i am ready right now all right so here we go again sorry everybody (laughs) three two one go I really don't want to be looked at by that. I like help. It's all right. It's already now my son's freaked out. <laughs> it's like I don't even know why my player just was just stuck on that whole cloud thing that was on the uh, home screen for the disc, and then it had the die motion picture subtitle on it. It was just stuck for like that for some odd reason. Which I'd never seen it like yeah. before. So getting back to my question again, uh, do you consider this sort of um, a stone idol movie with samurai in it? Or do you consider this a samurai movie with a stone idol? I probably more or less consider this as a samurai with a stone idol movie because essentially Daimajin is only like only active within the last 15 minutes of the movie where the majority of the movie is basically mainly involves around like medieval Japan with samurai. Well, and I think with this uh, first film of the trilogy involves around the whole royal family of this uh, certain area of Japan. Yeah, I, I I think too. I would consider it a, um, a a samurai movie with a stone idol. It has some mystical elements to it, obviously involving mm-hmm. the stone idol. Um, but yeah, this this trilogy is is something a little bit different. Even though this trilogy does tend to have, by and large, I would say positive fan um, uh, response. A lot of fans don't like the fact that. Um, oh, for Pete's sake! The <laughs> what's going on? Um, I thought I had turned the subtitles off, but anyway, um, a lot of fans don't like the fact that Daimajin in, in all three of these movies really doesn't show up until like the final 10 or so minutes uh, of the film. And I can understand that frustration, but at the same time too, you 
and this goes with kaiju movies as well because there's some kaiju movies which you don't see a whole lot of them until maybe the end um you really have to try to be invested in the characters and i think with the possible exception of the of the third majin film uh, i would argue that the stories are pretty darn good and and easy to follow and mm-hmm. you kind of get into the story of the characters mm-hmm. so by the way you're watching the one with the dub on it correct i am yes okay well, on my end, I'm doing the exact opposite here. <laughs> <clears throat> I might, I might have done subtitles, but my son's with me, so I figure, you know, mm-hmm. make it easier for him to follow. Yeah, and plus, with me having both ears, earbuds, in and turning down the volume, I've got the subtitles at least going, so I can at least follow on what they're talking about here (laughs) yeah um one of my favorite classes that i took when i was in college it was my very final semester and one of the classes i took was i don't remember the exact name of it i've got my transcript in my closet here but i'm not going to dig it out um it, it had, i think it was called like japanese samurai or samurai basically it was about learning the you know the samurai mm-hmm. and that in japan lasted for hundreds of years and so we covered different periods um of the samurai culture and all that up until i think think like the 1800s maybe maybe even up to world war ii actually mm-hmm. um and it was one of my favorite classes because not only was it about japan you know something i've grown very interested in since becoming a kaiju fan um but it made me uh understand certain elements of japanese culture uh, a little bit more and i just found it in general very interesting um and i love reading about it um and watching these majin films and any other samurai film i may catch uh it's made me really appreciate everything although the thing is that i didn't watch these majin films um until it was really a yeah the time after i had already graduated um college was when i first started actually seeing these for the first time so it i don't know if i would be able to appreciate these as much if i didn't have that educational background i'm not saying you don't need it but for me personally um i don't know if i would have gotten into the stories as much Mm -hmm. um because typically with a lot of foreign films, at least Asian type films, it's harder for me to follow unless you have giant monsters or something in it. Yeah. Um, but being able to dive into the samurai culture and the different dynasties over hundreds, maybe even a couple thousand thousands of years, years. actually, um, it really made me appreciate and understand various elements of not just the samurai during the various periods, but also in some respects, modern Japanese culture. Mm -hmm. Yes. One of the things I really like the Japan, uh, the Japanese culture is, is it's very rich in 
history and I really like the whole uh, samurai uh, type of era that they had for many years. Kind of that uh, medieval feudal Japan uh, times. It's just really interesting. I really like those certain kinds of movies that they've made, especially with all the Akira Kowakawa. I think, I think that's his uh, name. If I'm not mistaken, I really like some of his, like some of the movies, um, like uh, Yojimbo. Oh, Kurosawa. Uh, yeah. Kurosawa type of films, seven samurai. Those were just really interesting movies. Seven Samurai was a movie I purchased almost four years ago now. And I started watching it shortly after I got it. And I got about an hour and a half into it and I had to stop. Uh, And I haven't gone back to finish it. Um, It was a little bit tougher for me to watch. I think part of it was because my son at the time was still relatively young and I had quite a bit to to do with taking care of him but also it it was tougher i think for me to sort of get into um and i've been meaning to get back into it one of these times and i just haven't done it um but i did watch a movie called rashomon and i really do like that yeah Mm mm-hmm and yeah. I've seen the ending to Throne of Blood because that was a movie that we saw clips of in my samurai class, and we saw the ending to that. Um, that seemed like it would be very, um, very fun and interesting. But yeah, I have some of Kurosawa's stuff: you No know, Rashomon, Seven Samurai, Throne of Blood, um, the Yojimbo Sanjuro. Yeah. I may even have one or two others. <laughs> Yeah, like some of my favorites out of those would have to be the uh, Yojimbo and uh, Sanjudo uh, films. I really enjoyed those because I remember the early days of Netflix that they had those movies on there. And I technically watched those like every March right up until Netflix took those movies off. And I was like. Damn it. But thankfully, the uh-huh. Criterion Collection uh, had those uh, available, so I grab, grabbed them as soon as I could. I will say, my, I would say my biggest criticism of all three of the Majin films is the fact that the general premise of each film is more or less the same. Yeah. By and large have a peaceful kingdom of sorts going on. And then some bad dude who knows the current ruler uh, comes in, kills him and takes over. And then you have sort of a revenge plot. Yeah. It's basically, it's relatively like, the whole general setup from what we've seen on some of the other samurai movies besides Daimajin here, except the only time that is a bit different is the uh, is the last movie with all the kids. 
uh, in them and everything. That's the only difference that we typically don't have sort of a similar setup like the first two movies do. It's not exact, but it's still similar in many respects. Yeah. And I think I even said when we covered these movies an odd number of years ago, I said that if really you only need to watch the second one, if you've watched the second one, you've seen a better version of the first one. And the third one was skippable. (laughs) So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And again, uh, look, I I, I don't mean mean to say that the third one is terrible i mean the first time i saw it i was just like holy crap like what is this and part of it i think had to do with the dubbing of the children especially that one that ended up drowning and i always remember telling you i cheered when he drowned (laughs) um, but um you know after i've seen it a, a, a few more times i'm going okay i can I actually do like this a little bit more. The The dubbing of him is not as terrible as I had once um, thought or, or, or believed. And um, But it's still the weaker film, I think, out of this trilogy. And the second film is almost an exact carbon copy of this first film. But I think the second one is better. I think it's got better acting. I think it's got more interesting characters and everything, but this one still is really good. And I, and I don't, again, I don't want people to misunderstand me. I think this first movie is incredibly good. I just think the second movie is even better. Um, so and the whole trilogy in general, uh, by and large, I would recommend. But still, it's like, okay, you have limited money and you can only buy one film, even though this is a single set. You get all three movies in a set. But I'm just saying, yep. hypothetically, um, you know, you, you can only buy the film separately and it's one film. Which one would you buy? And I would say it's the second one. Yeah. For, for me, at least, out of seeing all the three films and thinking about it, I would say uh, the first one for me is a bit better, in my opinion. Because it's sort of the whole groundwork and, like, uh, to me, I think it, there's a little bit of better character development on this film compared to the others. Her teeth are pretty bad. Why? I like Just I like to know I like to know if like that those like her teeth being black to me it has to be at least fake. And if it is what was the reason behind having her teeth black? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. One of my things about samurai movies, because we touched upon this just a few minutes ago, is how can you keep making 
and I, and again, I know there are exceptions. I know not every samurai film is like this, but it seems like a lot of them are this whole. There's a peaceful kingdom, then a bad guy comes in and starts corrupting, and it's kind of like the Lion King, actually, in many respects. Um, or you should say the Lion King possibly copied this, <laughs> depending right. on how but, old that is. But the thing is, is that how can you keep making so many movies with more or less that same storyline and to just try to make it distinguishable from all the other films? Mm-hmm. Well, I know Lion King was a the second action. one was the worst in your opinion, Godzilla Productions. <laughs> I would really, say do you find the third one was the best. I think you're the first person I've ever come across that's that said that. Yes. Typically, I've heard people talk about the first one being the best. I'm curious, Godzilla Productions. Uh, I'm I'm wanting to know why you find the second one to be the worst and the third one to be the best. Max of the third was the best. Uh, I'm trying to remember what that one was. I think the bad guy got put into the sulfur pit, if I remember right. Because I know there was a sulfur pit and the bad dude was throwing people in it. I'm trying to. That sounds like something that's from the second film. Really? Let me let me just check. no because the second one he parted the water. <laughs> Interesting. You thought uh, second one was boring. <laughs> you like what you like. I find that I find that to be great though because okay not, yeah I, the, sul- the sulfur thing was third one okay my main problem with the third one has more to do with the dubbing of the kids and even in some respects the fact oh the third one he parted the water man you can tell I haven't watched these in a long time um I um I forgot where I was even going to go with that. (laughs) Sulfur was the second one. Okay. I'm getting those two movies backwards who knows maybe i secretly like the third one and <laughs> despise the second one need my bean back too okay try to be quiet okay. 
So as of right now, you got the uh, prince and princess being led into the forest here and get them to safety. So, um, Godzilla Productions, I believe you. your name is Brian, right? If I remember correctly. Um, if not, please correct me. Um, when did you first see these films? I first watched these back in 2012. It was late December of 2012. And I purchased this Blu-ray set that contains all three of them. And over a course of a couple of days in the early part of January of 2013, I watched them. So I guess technically I watched them in 2013. I bought them in 2012. <laughs> I'm getting everything like backwards or something. Hayden. My gosh. So I'm trying to f- remember who was Brian. The statue. The genie show upside there. Uh, Brian, I, f- I forget the exact uh, username that he had. All right, folks, I got to leave just for a second. My son wants his beanbag chair. <laughs> My son's ruining the show. I'm no, just kidding. very professional over here at the Daikaiju Network podcast. <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, it's fine. Just and, uh, you're, you're at least getting a snippet of our lives in real time. <laughs> at, at least it's not like, oh, we're professionals or anything. I mean, it's sort of sort of nice just to, like just be ourselves from time to time, you know? Perfectionism and professionalism are overrated. Yeah. <laughs> So you watch them in the car the way home from G-Fest 25. So that was what, like going on two G-Fests ago and you bought them all in DVD at G-Fest that year. You don't think you've watched them since. <laughs> yeah. You've, uh, I think you've watched them uh, more recently than I have. Cause like I said, I, I think it's been three or so years uh, yeah. since I've last seen them. <laughs> yeah. The right around the same time for me too because that was right around the time when we reviewed the trilogy so as of right now and so as of right now we're uh 10 years 
after sequence since I thought that's probably what it said. I just assumed it because in all these movies, if any passage of time occurs, it's usually ten years or something like that. Yeah. Is it cold? Huh? Is it cold? Well, no. Cold. <laughs> <laughs> and it's some so more singing. <laughs> Very typical. It's like the Disney f- effect where you get little kids, passage of time, and the brother and the sister grow up to like be the most beautiful people you've ever seen. Yeah. And you try to figure out, it's like, even though they've been living out in the wilderness, I don't know how they managed to sort of keep the physique and appearance after 10 years. Is this a picture? And I would like to know what exactly that uh, they're trying to build here, like a like a castle or something of maybe a big old bunch of nothing. <laughs> it could be. It could just be something to keep the people at bay so they don't try to revolt, perhaps. Well, they're gonna revolt no matter what. <laughs> at some point, yeah. You remember because at the time you were obsessed with the idea for there to be a live-action Daimaji movie, and you came up with a pretty cool idea. Yeah, I, I don't know why. <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> um, why I think Katakawa now probably owns these. Why they haven't um, <clears throat> contemporized well, some of these movies? They, they actually did revive the series back in 2010 as a TV dra- uh, drama titled Daimajin uh, Canon, which broadcasted on uh, TV Tokyo. It was apparently a. It was apparently a 26 episode series that started in, on April 2nd and lasted all the way to 1st of October. We need to petition them to bring that over. Well, you can start that, Kent. <laughs> yeah, and peti- petitions are probably the laziest form of doing nothing. <laughs> it's doing something without actually doing anything. Or uh, hopefully within a few years or so, uh, after saving up for a vehicle and getting one, save and saving up for a trip to Japan, whatever, getting there, I should probably see if uh, any of the stores there carries a DVD or Blu-ray copy. Then you would need to get. Um a region region whatever for well, I know as far cool. as far as a DVD region uh, Japan isn't in our region but I know as far as the Blu-ray region as far as the uh, Blu-ray region it is Japan is in the same region as us oh they are yep 
Oh, that you think the Daimajin show is on YouTube? I have to check that out. If it is, then you should definitely watch it. Let me let me take a look here. It's like I I at least know the Paul Gasry movie that was made from North Korea is on YouTube, and then the uh, Gilgamesh, yeah. which is the sequel to that film, is also on uh, YouTube as well. So the first two Maji movies are on YouTube. Taimajin Canon series review. Yeah, like I was talking about earlier, this trilogy is known for different titles too. Like here, the first one, Majin, the Monster of Terror. And then um, also, um, I just missed it. Ah, uh, crap, I missed it. Oh, well. <laughs> like I said, we're professional. <laughs> Yeah, shows here that the film, the, this film that we're watching as of right now, it was released in the U.S. in theaters. And it had some alternative titles such as The Devil Got Angry, The Vengeance of the Monster, and Majin, The Monster of Terror. And then apparently the other two Daimajin movies weren't released theatrically in the U.S. But second one, it was released on the TV by, I think, from what is it, AIP TV, which is American International Pictures. Third one, it seemed like it wasn't even released, neither theatrically nor TV from what I'm seeing here but it had an internet international English title of The Return of Majin Looks really cool in that show. I saw a picture of of it in one of the thumbnails. It did look uh, pretty cool. Yeah, it look you look more muscular. I think sort of sort of like the half naked type of statue from what I have seen. Like, much more muscular compared to 
the uh, Daimajin version that's in these 66 films. But it's not like he's some sort of slob in, in these nope. movies. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, I like how it's 10 years... just wear more armor. I like how it's uh, 10 years later in the... the uh, the priestess or the auntie here uh, hasn't really changed in appearance. Maybe the only difference is maybe just a bit of uh, gray in parts yeah. of her hair. That's about it. <laughs> and I'll also say the same goes for the dude that rescue both the prince and the princess it's like he really hasn't changed as far as appearance goes I'm surprised her teeth are still there (laughs) I just have a feeling that that's just part of how they wanted her to look which I would like to know the reason why if they did blacken her teeth they had to have painted them because I'm like, first of all, like if her teeth were really rotted. That's not how the teeth would look like they would have been no. gone before. <laughs> yeah, they would have been way gone or at least given her some sort of uh, false dentures. And, and if so, they probably would have been interchangeable dentures where they probably had different versions for her, like uh, like blackened teeth like black indentures had Majin fight vampires and werewolves and this priest just would have been a vampire (laughs) (laughs) kind of shows up towards the end of the movie bud so that's how this story is set up Are you enjoying the movie? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> Can't really stay and watch today. You have to go to some events. See ya. Hopefully, hopefully uh, you enjoy your event, though. Too bad you can't stay, but we'll catch you next time. Our next podcast is the 22nd, if you're still around. We're doing Space Amoeba. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and that's, that's going to be, what was it again? Um... Because I th- we're we're gonna be doing two episodes this month, correct? Mainly just yes, commentary. Twenty second, okay. Yeah, I got it written on my calendar here. Yes, I did handwriting. I didn't do any typing in my computer. I actually wrote it on a physical calendar. <laughs> <laughs> like it'd be hilarious if you just written written that date right right on your uh uh monitor there with permanent yeah. marker. <laughs> I just was thinking the same thing. <laughs> Take care, Hayden. Why would that thing not stand up if it wasn't by the wall? I don't know. It just wouldn't be. There you go. Yes, mark it on your calendar. We will be here. Yep. Right. Same bat time, same bat channel. Yep. So we'll be here at noon central on February 22nd.
Oh, remind me when we're done with this commentary. There's something I wanted to show you before we start, and I totally forgot. It's kind of funny, but sad at the same time. <laughs> you know, it's like every time I see this uh, little kid, he sort of reminds me of... Uh, some other kid on another movie that's like uh like some prim like one of those uh primitive uh tribes on an island or like a little cave you mean like dude men <laughs> yeah I, I think it's just the way how he looks and how he dresses up. Now put your tongue on it. <laughs> put it in his eye. <laughs> the guy having like a stroke or something? <laughs> Just a minor stroke. <laughs> Man, just look at the slashes on that dude. I wonder if Rambo got all their inspiration from this, especially Rambo 2, maybe. But, pro- but I wouldn't say not as like the gruesome appearances that they've given this guy, like the lashes and then like putting that iron spike on him, like the hot iron spike. That's child's play. You're not having fun. Until you, you're not having fun in, until you start working with rusted, unsharpened uh, knives. <laughs> and angry chickens that will claw your eyes out. <laughs> They'd be angry. Why? They can be. But chickens are never angry. <laughs> chickens can get angry. If you do something <laughs> to them. If, yes. If, well, if you annoy them. Yes. What did he say? If you annoy them. It almost sounded like the kid said, I, I'll kill my father. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize to people out there. I'm fighting a very small cold, so. Like I said, we're professional. No such thing as professionalism. At least what you're getting with us that you don't get with the other podcast is true authenticity, warts yeah. and all. <laughs> yeah. You can you can at least say that we're a home brewed like a home brewed sort of uh, podcast show. You start saying that, then we're gonna have to start drinking on the show. <laughs> well, I do have sort of some drinks here, but not the alcoholic kinds of drinks. Right now, I'm drinking a Sam Adams cherry wheat and a bubbly mango. I know I've had that cherry wheat one many years ago. I thought that was okay. 
But yeah, as of right now, I've got the what's it the Arizona Arnold Palmer uh, half and half iced tea lemon lemonade. Then I've got the bubbly uh, raspberry. I've been trying to like not do alcohol at all this year, but like every other week I screw up. <laughs> it's mainly because I try to mainly do the because same. when you're. I try to do the same. It's mainly thing because too. when you're a parent, you kind of you kind of need it. <laughs> I try to do the same thing on my end, but like uh, since my uh, work, we just moved into a new office building here, and uh, now that uh, basically every week we're going to be doing uh, like happy hours and stuff in the big kitchen of ours so i was like oh great <laughs> you can go and like just drink water or something but then it'd be like weak sauce <laughs> peer pressure is what you're telling me then is what you give into basically yeah yeah you suck <laughs> <laughs> They hung a guy upside down. I would think after a while that's going to kill you. Why? Just because of the pressure on your brain. Well, it's like all the blood flows. The blood flow from his entire body going to the head. I don't know. Would that be considered drowning or something? Like, what What would that be considered? Or asphyxiation? Like, what would be sort of, like, the I'm, official... I know I heard something about this many years ago, but I totally forgot. Yeah, I'm not going to Google it either because I'm lazy right now. Yeah, I'm not going to bother. <laughs> it's just too much. It's just too much digging into it. And then yeah. it just distract me from watching the movie. Well. Watch out, kid. <laughs> What do you say? I don't know. That's the beauty of Uncle Jason. You don't know what he's saying half the time. You what don't do you need say? to know. <laughs> you know, when I do my podcast in my own room, I should really at least make it. Yeah, I don't think anybody understood what you were saying there, including <laughs> me. <laughs> even I didn't even know what he was saying. <laughs> Yeah, and I was, and I'm no more than like a foot and a half away from him. So, <laughs> ghosts. I wish they would have explored that a little bit more. When I first saw that, um, when I saw this movie, I was hoping this would play out more. But you got skeleton bones too. <laughs> like for some and I reason, I think it has something to do with this forest. Like, yeah, like he's hallucinating. Like there's something in the woods or something. Or just like mirages, or and then you got he's influence random random images of pigs and llamas, <laughs> llama llama red pajama. What is that? What's with all the baby llama drama? What what is that man? It was like a scarecrow of sorts. What is this? A like literal a, straw man. <laughs> No, it's a Bernie man because you remember in the uh, beginning of the movie, that's what they. Oh well, yeah, I remember they Bernie it. man. Yeah, but I think it's made out of like, straw or something. Well, it is. It's just Bernie man. 
It's like there's a screen there, like a projector projection yeah. screen. Or just a literal screen in front of the gal. Like the actress was like, no, I can't be on set with that kid that day. Why <laughs> <laughs> did the fire go away on that um, scarecrow? Because he was seeing things. He was hallucinating or something. I still have never been able to figure out exactly what was happening there. Maybe because you were high. (laughs) I need to turn this up. I honestly have no clue as to what is even happening other than the fact that these kids have grown up into adults and they're trying to get their kingdom back. I don't know a lot of the nuances in the... Well, that's one of the reasons why I just leave the subtitle on there. That's probably something I need to do in the future with any film is just turn on the subtitles. Because I've noticed in the past when we've done these commentaries, I'm I'm like, huh, what's happening here? Unless I've seen the movie a billion times. But I couldn't even hear you. It's like your audio just gobbledygook. Well, what I was saying is I probably from now on should be turning on the subtitles uh, because I've noticed in recent periods when we've done commentaries uh, I've noticed unless I've seen the movie a billion times I typically am like okay what's going on here yeah this uh, this has to be I think my it's my third or fourth time seeing this seeing this one mm-hmm and then PolitiFact comes out and says, no, uh, this is like your 15th time. It's like, nope, that's not true. <laughs> Fake news. Kaiju fact. <laughs> what did he say? Fake news. <laughs> no more. No more. Holy crap. That's way too much. <laughs> getting too hyper on snacks there (laughs) he's eating like all these rolls (laughs) rolls of what rolls like wheat rolls oh (laughs) your poop's gonna get hard (laughs) (laughs) hey coach I hope she pulled you out ready hard. <laughs> she doesn't need enough fiber. <laughs> we'll play this at her high school graduation. Yeah, we talked about you when you were two. <laughs> yep. That'd be funny if he just fell down a magical hole and he did the goofy sound as he went yeah. down. That's what Kofi says. That's what I said. That's what he said. (laughs) Or he unties that rope and a big old stick falls on his head. (laughs) (laughs) Did that person die? I don't think so. They should have, actually, considering how long they've been up there.
happy about that. About what? Because that's just how they wore things back in medieval Japan. Lanterns. I've never initially when I first saw that I thought, is that a studio lamp that's making its way onto the scene? <laughs> yeah, now that I think about it, I sort of look like one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, it's been hard for me to follow. All you need to know is he's, he's a bad guy. He might get killed. You think he might get killed? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty, pretty strong for a five-year-old. <laughs> I think the man's going to die. He's going to lose his head and then his eyeballs. <laughs> oh god <laughs> that's a little bit too gruesome for a movie made I back in the 60s <laughs> so there are guns my guess would be then because the Portuguese here's my education coming in the Portuguese were the first um Western folk to come to Japan and introduce guns to the Japanese. And that was in the 1800s. So this has to be, um, I, I, I don't remember exactly when, I want to say it's mid late 1800s when that occurred, but I'm not 100% certain, but it's 1800s. Do you think I believe in your God? Sorry, you uh, broke up there. Ah, crap. <laughs> what, what was the last thing that you heard me say? I couldn't remember. <laughs> Basically, I believe that these films have to be taking place at some point in the 1800s, maybe mid-late 1800s, because uh, of the guns. Or I would at least say... Around the 1700s, just the way no. how those guns look. No, the Portuguese, um, the Portuguese were the first Westerners to introduce guns to the Japanese, and that didn't happen until the 1800s somewhere. Well, we got crumbs all over. Why are you shocked? Just airing them out. I need to eat out too. Then you're gonna make me pass out. I'm not gonna make you. I'm not gonna make you pass out. It's just a movie. Let's see if you come to your rescue. Who's that? Who is that? Who is that? What? This. Mine. It's I just thought, you know, it would have been kind of funny if he actually shot her and then you get a quick um, shot and it's sort of in slow motion of her entire head just blowing up like a watermelon. Uh, or, or for me... Even funnier way, 
is that uh, it goes off, but it doesn't do anything. And he tries to rattle it, and then just backfires in his face. (laughs) (laughs) Or she still dies because she thinks she's getting shot, and so she has it so set in her mind that she's going to be shot and killed that just the thought of it overtakes her and her body takes over. The sound effect there was kind of early. What a way to go. Why do you say that? It's got to be a painful and slow death. Yeah. I also like how, <laughs> like, the whole entire setting just turns into black. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a neat way to just kind of show, like, it's sort of set in this very like creepy type of uh, vibe. See, there's your slow motion. <laughs> yeah. But now with a gun, though. <laughs> this is a little dramatic, I think, here. Granted, I understand it's slow motion, but still, even in real time, the guy's got to be thinking, really? You're going to, like, stand up, do the hokey pokey, and then die? (laughs) Samanoski is the bad guy. God's coming for you. God combat dun 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 Then the lights turn back on. I'll be back in a minute, folks. My son will be up here. <laughs> well, I'll still be here, too. I'll be back. You just stay here watch the movie. What you doing? He books 1698 movies. I, I wouldn't... To borrow a dinosaur for a fight old old bicycle team 1995s. 1995s? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. That's a little bit crazy. Are you sure? Yeah. I did that when I was a baby. (laughs) I had a tricycle. You would know what this 
Maybe you could come to my house and see the basement. Oh, I know. I've seen pictures of the basement there. But uh, it's going to be several more months till I come by. Yeah. You have something that blasts will blow up and it blasts with this to blast down the cardboard building with these stuff with the pictures of the file. Fix. All right, I have returned. Uncle Jason might want to tell you what I told him. That might be okay. <laughs> oh, he was just telling me that I should be uh, going to your house and see the basement. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, well, I know Eventually. I've seen pic- It's like I've seen pictures of it, but it's going to be several more months. We at the Daikaiju Network podcast are professional. <laughs> so, by the way, I know that you got the, was it the new Godzilla King, the monster shirt? Where did you get that? I got it on, on Amazon. A third party seller was selling it. And then I also grabbed Bud. Put that up. Put that up right now. I told you about that earlier. Put it up. I also got Rodan, Mothra, King Ghidorah, and then I found um, a guy who who did an anime Godzilla one. And I ordered it like early December, and it was saying it was going to get here no later than late January. Never showed up. So the guy gave me a refund, and this guy was from China. Yeah. And well, I can and actually then, see why <laughs> it never showed well, up. Well, yeah, and it didn't show up. And then here, what was it? Like two, three days ago, um, it showed up. Hey, you still not me. But yeah, I can see the reasons why it just came late. I, I had, I have a well, reason. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I thought maybe it was one of those sellers that, you know, screwed you in a different country or maybe it got lost in the mail, you know, and then it actually showed up. <laughs> yeah. I should show it to you. Remind me to show you that and the other thing that I wanted to show you when we're done. All right. Yeah. You've already seen it. How did you find What is he going to see? Because he hasn't seen it. A lot of people are probably wondering why are we not talking about Daimajin? <laughs> well, we let's have be, talked about it from time to time. Let's be honest here. Uh, there isn't a whole lot of talk about it at the moment, really. Yeah. The funny thing is that these movies, I think. I can't remember if it's this one or the second one is the longest, and the third one is the shortest. I think the third one's like an hour and 15. Uh, this one's see. an hour 24. This one is actually the shortest at 73 minutes. Oh, uh, 73? Oh. Yep. Uh, second one is 77, and then the third and final one, 79. Huh. Well, where in the hell did I see 84 minutes? <laughs> In your dreams. As as of right now, the uh, Warlord has 
captured the princess and everything and also that, that little kid and now they're going to be uh, All right. going there and defacing uh, the Daimajin statue yeah I have to say though <laughs> and God knows whether or not I'm going to be accurate on this considering I got parts two and three mixed up earlier and Hayden had to correct me on this but I think it's here uh, in a few minutes one of my favorite moments out of this entire trilogy is coming up. What are they doing? They're trying to destroy the Daimajin statue. Why? Because they're bad people. <laughs> yes, here it is. Yeah, this one is... This particular scene is interesting. This... It's sort of creepy. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, there it is. What's the blood coming from? Because that's Daimajin. Why is he coming from Daimajin? Because he's alive. Here he comes. See, now we're getting to the interesting parts of the movie. <laughs> it's definitely flown by very quickly. <laughs> yeah, it really does. It's like when you first watch these movies for the very first time, they seem to go pretty slow. But then after watching Especially them... Especially that one the first time you see it. Yeah. But then after watching them a few more times, they tend to go pretty quickly. Special effects and all that are just fantastic. Yeah. And I the mean, one and another thing deal with It's like you don't really deal with much visual effects. Like most of it is practical effects. There's only certain times that they'll use the matte screen. And that's about it. Most well, of it is just practical. One of the things that I also love about this trilogy is something that was never all that consistent in the Godzilla and Gamera films were um, the footsteps. Mm -hmm. You always heard footsteps. Yeah. My lord, your men have destroyed the statue. The god has cursed us. Because it's Daimajin. He's alive. I just got done saying that. You, you won't see it. No, you won't see it. For, for, for the viewers. How old are you, Kalindu? Huh? How old is that, Kalindu? What about it? How old is it? It's like virtually brand new. How old are your noodles? Like six years old almost. Well, that's what I'm gonna. I'm gonna turn six before my last day being five. <laughs> that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jason. Uncle Jason's hit around. Right here. Somewhere. <laughs> so I got been on this couch. <laughs> been on this couch. Scratch. It's gorgeous, though. Oh, yeah. I forget. Sora reminds me of one of the uh, artist's paintings. Lincoln keeps like asking me questions about like the different movies. What's he doing? Does he stay alive? Does he die? What what's going to go ha- go on here? And I go, dude, you just got to watch the movie and all your questions will be answered. Do you say something? Oh crap, really? <laughs> you didn't hear me. Well, because I wasn't in the room, I just had to grab something quickly. Uh, I did say something, yeah. I, I, I said Lincoln's been asking all these questions like, what does he do? Does he stay alive? Is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? What's going to happen here? <laughs> what happens if this happens? And I keep telling him, dude, watch the movie and all your questions will be solved. <laughs> yeah, you know. Well, it's just like us when we were little. I don't remember asking a ton of questions during movies unless it was something that actually confused me. I know. I think I did quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, no one knew. I can hear you crunching. N- not you. <laughs> not you. You. No, not you. You. <laughs> Who are you talking to? You! What? <laughs> <laughs> that logo they have, like you see it periodically throughout the kingdom, including on the palace door in the it's, background here, reminds me of the Rogue Squadron. I was just about to logo. say that too. It's like it reminds me of the Rogue Squadron <laughs> symbol. I hear you crunching, dude. Oh, really? Yeah. Almost like I muted this. And I thought that would work. (laughs) No, I I can hear you. (laughs) Well, how about now? 
Yeah, I can hear you right now. Like what the heck? Can you say something? One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that. Well, it's like I've been turning down the volume and stuff. <laughs> it's kind of funny. <laughs> like I said, we are professional. <laughs> Here we go. I think. Man, I'm realizing it's been an awfully long time since I've seen these. I remember certain parts very vivid. Like this whole part, like, is one of the few moments um, out of the entire trilogy, like, along with him parting the water, that really sticks in my memory. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, I mean, like I said, it's been, like, at bare minimum three years, maybe even four since we... I've last seen this one. Yeah, it's like, for me, I sort of forgot, like, with some of those scenes, what movie that they were in. Because I could have sworn that the uh, Sulphur one was the third one. Yeah, I thought it was, too. Who knows? Maybe Hayden is wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, we say that when he's going to defend himself. We're going to have to find out whenever we get around to watching the other two for future commentary. Well, you know, we've had a history of when we do commentaries, we tend to do like an entire trilogy or universe of films within a short period of time. What? All I heard is. That, that was all I heard. I'm not even going to repeat that again. <laughs> Here we go. Daimogen comes alive. I blame Lightstream. Not for Majin, but for the audio. <laughs> I blame you. There he is, Lincoln. Don't find it. Does that even mean? Did he say finally? <laughs> he goes, that mean, or something like that. And I'm like, what does that even mean? <laughs> I'm probably guessing the way he looks. Let me at him. <laughs> Which spot? Right there? (laughs) He's like a spear just pointing at the guy's crotch. (laughs) Just use it so you can pick up the crumbs. You've got some crumbs on your chair and on the floor there. Just wait until you're done. What an epic battle. <laughs> Go! 
team go <laughs> you're being goofy it's like your dad <laughs> so what team will win team samurai or team <laughs> plebs <laughs> What's the one with the ragged clothes or the ones with the slightly nicer clothes <laughs> uh you choose <laughs> How about this? Shaved heads or full head of hair? <laughs> Bald people versus full hair people. Why would you just eat it how it was? You know, that ball of light, the way it was just sort of streaming around in the sky there, it just reminds me of, uh, like, the flying saucer and destroy all monsters. But they're too tiny. Do the best you can. Yeah, that and I was thinking, like, uh, a, think a spirit uh, in the Luigi's Mansion game. It couldn't take a lot. Just do the best you can. And see, I really like a lot of these miniatures and the scale of I them. do too. Get too far. That's fine. I just said to the best you can. Listen. <laughs> I like one of the scenes there when all the uh, when that uh, roof just comes down. One of the uh, soldiers was like <laughs> hugging one of the posts <laughs> While it was falling off the the thing. That's how he looks. Because people are being bad, so he's going to take vengeance out. It's like, what are these plebs doing? What I do like, too, about these Maji movies is you when he's around, you get a lot of the camera angles from below. I really like more the camera angles. of the people. Yeah. I really do like the camera movements and the angles that's in this film. And look at this. Like, sure, you can kind of tell it's matte work, but still look at how good it is. Yeah. Even with it being uh, over 50 years, it still looks pretty darn good. (laughs) Great Caesar's ghost. What Lincoln? That's fine. I said. Pika effing boo. (laughs) 
another like, match up. I would like to play. Yeah, just the miniatures and just the way that, like, they really collapse or get crumbled. It's just fantastic. It's like, I wonder what the size of the whole studio was and, like, how big of an entire set that they made that in. Why would Daimati be bigger than Godzilla? I said maybe in some cases, but... Why would Daimazi do this for his... To show you his actual face. He's kind of magical. He's like, what is this? <laughs> Walking the doggy. I see, like, walking doggy. <laughs> I like it. I, I wish you could see it over here, Lincoln's... Mimicking die machine. <laughs> now, now that he's been caught. my <laughs> game. That's fine. I think it's pretty cool. I want my sister to be the same thing. <laughs> Finally. Sure. anything. <laughs> Hey, cat. <clears throat> Why is Zoe's rush not destroying Daimaji for? Because he's just strong and powerful. Do we honestly think just carts of hay on fire would. Honestly, I can say the same thing too with the chains from earlier. <laughs> I thought would have been I thought the change were a better idea than this I mean look if your bullets and your rocks are not gonna hurt him what makes you think the fire will yeah how he do that cause he's magical he's a god I always do like how the villains get their come up and so mm -hmm. it's always satisfying. It's like watching a Rambo movie. <laughs> Another thing that I do like is that how they took the time to actually make a life-size Daimajin. Yeah. Like really tall. They at least made made everything from the torso down. I don't know if they made anything with that, like the head. That boy, you talk about a gruesome death. Yeah. I just really like the expression on the villain's face when he, com when he gets confronted by Daimajin. So 
funny. Lincoln even trying to make the angry face while acting out as Daimaji. That's so great. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> My son's going to be a murderer here in a moment. <laughs> That is pretty cool how they did that. Yeah. And just in this I next, have to say just this next scene is pretty gruesome. I have to say though, this whole thing, like this whole trilogy, you know, when Daimajin comes in and all this, it sort of reminds me of a passage in the actual Christian Bible mm-hmm. where he says, Vengeance will be mine. Yeah. This is great. And I love the fact just that comes back and works. Yeah. I like how his eyes bug there. Boom. My son just murdered this man. <laughs> that person would die. That person is dead. <laughs> Daimajin's like, anyone else? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you come for me, you know. <laughs> I wish you could see Lincoln's face. He's actually really trying to. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> That's awesome, buddy. That is awesome. <laughs> and then now... After he kills the uh, warlord, now he just goes on a rampage. You got the prince here trying to stop Daimajin. That's awesome, Lincoln. <laughs> now, all of a sudden, just from the little bell, that's on the princess. He stops. Maybe her new name will be Bell. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> but um, Akiri Fukube's music throughout this entire trilogy is spectacular, and the thing is, anybody who's familiar with a lot of his work with Toho Kaiju and Tokusatsu films 
we'll see hints of some of those films uh, here. Like some of the music in this movie more specifically kind of reminds me of um, pieces from War of the Gargantuas. Mm hmm. And now Daimajin turns back into a statue. After the princess. Uh, oh, crap. What's what's the word I'm looking for? Begs, sheds a tear. Begs him not to do any more damage. And then now we got... Uh, Daimajin Kremlin. By the way, too, um, I think we get different Daimajins throughout this trilogy. This one, I think, is stone. The next one, I think, is water. And the other one, I think, is wind. So I think in some ways, they're kind of covering the, the elements. Yeah. So, like, this one would be Earth. And that's it. <laughs> and that is the end. Oh, I see the <laughs> <laughs> oh, poopy. All right. Um, <laughs> so, uh, first of all, Lincoln, come up here. What did you think of the movie? It was kind of good. Squiggy, you were imitating Daimajin in that final part. Can you imitate Daimajin? Well... Can you look like Daimajin? <laughs> he looks exactly <laughs> like you when you do the fake angry face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what he was doing. He was like... <laughs> <laughs> What's this book about? That's my Stephen King books. Um, but yeah, I, I really do enjoy this movie uh, an awful lot. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, they are fun, and they aren't very long. Like you said, the longest one was 79 minutes, which is that final film. final film. And this one being um, the shortest, so it's like incrementally getting longer as you watch these yeah. movies. Yeah, and so um, it's a fun movie. I, I mm-hmm. Like I said, I can't explain why I don't watch these movies more frequently. But then again, too, like the Dark Knight trilogy is my favorite trilogy of superhero films and the last time i watched those was almost four years ago now so you know it's it's been a long time (laughs) for me since i've last seen those two i know that they brought out the the ultra hd versions of those i should probably grab those up (laughs) but yeah i i I always um, i always enjoy watching this uh film too it's it's like both I would say tokusatsu kaiju-esque mixed in with the medieval Japan and samurai together. It's, it's a really interesting uh, take on that whole aspect. And it's just great story, great characters. Love the practical effects as far as like the whole set that uh, Daimajin goes through and wrecks everything. I also like the uh, design of Daimajin himself. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, these are fun movies, even though, like we said earlier, the second one is very similar in kind of its story to this one, and that is my personal favorite out of the trilogy. But um, Which Godzilla yeah, production I mean, this, TV the likes the least? Still very good. <laughs> yeah. Uncle Jason. I'm already five. Yep, I know you are. <laughs> Why did that happen to us? The elixir for parents. <laughs> Not necessarily this per se, but B W E R. Anyways, um, unless you have something else to say, I think we can. Well, wrap this uh, one up. other than that, uh, just just the one last thing to say here is uh, if you don't, if you haven't uh, liked and subscribed to us already already on on any of the social medias or here on YouTube, Twitch, or wherever you're watching, make sure to like and subscribe to us. <laughs> and uh, as you can see on the screen here, uh, we're on these uh, following social medias. Uh, D Live, Facebook, uh, Instagram, any of those you can just search for Daikaiju Network on any of them. Uh, and we also have a website where you can follow us at daikaijunetwork.com and our uh, streaming networks, uh, like, like I've mentioned before YouTube, Twitch, D Live, and Periscope, which we are currently on. And we're also on these uh, following podcast networks, such as uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and TuneIn. So, yeah. Yeah, that- once again, uh, we apologize for video and audio. I <laughs> We may be in the search again for something better. <laughs> well, so, sometime down the road, but as of right now, this is the only solution I've got on my end. But yeah. uh, but like I mentioned earlier, that I'm sort of in the beginnings of building a PC computer. So hopefully transition over from a laptop that I'm currently have everything set up here over to my uh, little uh, desk here where I'll have the uh, desktop PC computer. So mm-hmm. have much better software <laughs> as far as streaming everything. So. Yeah. Um, also, just a reminder for everybody, um, two weeks from now on the 22nd, we are doing Space Amoeba. Same time, same place. Um, we should be able to have a little bit more information to share with, with you guys. I know, like I said at the top of the show, uh, there really is next to nothing in the English language about this trilogy of films. And so there really wasn't much in terms of insight we could give you. So, um, that was unfortunate, but it's not our fault. (laughs) Yeah. Even though I don't physically have a copy of the film, but thankfully Amazon, which I'm a, prime member of they have the movie available for free so thankfully i'll be able to watch it (laughs) yeah yep and so with that thank you so much for watching we'll see you in a couple weeks when we watch space amiibo (laughs) all right all right take care everyone